0: Whatever Wednesday, thanks for joining us. Broseph, what's happening? It's
1: all good, bro. All good in the head. Do you know why?
0: Why? Because I'm
1: on holiday. Wow. Got the week off. Oh telling me jealous I I got put on all those all those jams about about you know doing nothing you know the Bruno Mars one with the with the today I swear I'm not doing anything diddly diddly,
0: except I'm going to be painting I am gonna be doing something all right totally so, you should you hey, shouldn't be um you should you know what you should do you should paint and listen to Greek and Hebrew bro right yeah now I've got I, I have got I mean, I've got a whole bunch of... Do you know what I've, what's what been sick? What?
1: I've been listening. It's been blowing my mind. What? Okay.
0: Oh, so, it, uh, are you ready for this? Is it going to be Greek or Hebrew? It's not Greek or Hebrew. Is it going to be Bruno no. Mars? It's not Bruno Mars. What is it?
1: No. It is G.K. Bill. Mm. His lectures on inaugurated eschatology oh. from Westminster Seminary. Wow. Oh, oh, all mm. free. All free. It's like twenty lectures, bro. It's just what like do you mean? Oh, where? Bro. Tell me. <laughs> I not. oh my I love it when I know something you don't. Oh come on. I love it. Mm. Well it's, enjoy it. Dude, and then it's, tell it. it? It's all it's all there on iTunes, bro. You just go check it Man. out. ITunes West Westminster Seminary is mm. dropping some gold. Wow. And this is like chief among it, bro. It is insane. You can get Van Til's stuff. But also, um, uh, there's loads of stuff from Ventil. There's uh, some stuff by Stuart Oliphant, but he's like um,
0: yeah, being ropes, disciplined yeah. for something. Totally. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, there are another set of lectures, actually while we're speaking about uh-huh. useful things to listen to, is, uh-huh. is um, uh, there's, there's a, a podcast on the Society of Reform Podcasters. Why aren't we a part of that, by the way? We should be a part of the Society
0: of Reform Podcasters. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Dude, i is subscribe this to sure of you're to them all. Is there indeed such a thing as this? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. would it be like, like be like to be part reform. of a thing like this? It would be an amazing thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, anyway. And
1: because like I just subscribe to the whole thing. So I get all those reform podcasts. It's a bit like, you know, the Reform Center. Where
0: and yeah. then you get like
1: the Reform Forum and then you get like the other ones that they do. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. It's just they get Lane Tipton on all the uh, time. And like ever since I heard him uh-huh. expound Galatians three, I just can't take him seriously. Mm. Like
0: the guy's sharp as a razor, but he's you know, just like, dude, he's Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. Sharp as
1: a razor at what though? At, well he at, was like like this is this is what I don't understand though, yeah. like, because like these guys can be sharp as they like, but if you can't expound the Bible, like mm-hmm. And so it just knocked my confidence a lot. So, mm-hmm. so I remember listening to Wayne Gruden, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. right? And um, there's a big conference here in the UK called EMA, mm-hmm.
0: okay?
1: And it's like uh, 1,300 church leaders from mm-hmm. conservative evangelical circles, right? Mm-hmm. Which may not sound like a big deal if you're listening from like the States or whatever, but mm-hmm. in the UK, that's massive, right? Mm-hmm. That's a massive conference. Mm-hmm. And um, it might be even more than that now. And anyway, they had this big one uh, where it was all about the ministry of the Spirit, and they invited a range of evangelical speakers. And you had a guy from the New One Charismatic Anglican Movement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had a guy, you had Wayne Grudem, mm-hmm. and then you had like a conservative evangelical, who's a bit kind of agnostic on the question, then you had like a proper cessationist mm-hmm. uh, who was Ian Campbell. And they were all on this panel, right? Yeah. And in the panel discussion, I began to realize that, um, you know, all the other guys were engaging with biblical text mm-hmm. and saying, like, okay, but how do you interpret this? What about this? That, that, that. Like, the two charismatic guys, which is purely anecdotal.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, the whole yeah, and thing. it's interesting so was, because, was, because those guys, I mean, well, especially with Wayne Grudem, I mean, the guy is like a – he did get his um, – you know, I think it was he's got his PhD in Greek, or it was a New Testament, one of the two, and um, you know he was on, certainly on the translation committee for the ESV. So he, you know he does know about the biblical text, you know, and um, no, totally. and, and so yeah. yeah, to not make use of it at that level, yeah, I noticed that even in um, bit... in, in sorry, just just quickly in, in his um, uh, you know his famous book, the prophecy, New Testament prophecy, um, and. The bulk of the argument, I mean, it rests on something extra biblical, you know, in terms of the ancient Near Eastern, I mean, ancient Church Fathers vibe. So, um, you know, even there, you're just kind of like, wow, you know, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So the the red flags started going up, and I understand. Like, maybe you're on a panel, you don't feel like getting all hardcore technical. You just want to go. You just want to be one with the right to so yes, use anecdotes. Yeah. Um, but the problem was that then when I attended. Another separate event thing that he was doing on politics mm. and the way that he was using the Bible in politics—it's mm. very much like one
0: kingdom stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and, but like, not even the best of one kingdom stuff. Mm. So it was just
0: like—it was, like was just the one- Baptist Union one kingdom.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, just like like I don't know, just misapplying
0: yeah. um, biblical
1: biblical verses all the time. So stuff that was clearly being taught. About Israel was mm. being applied to the nation, you know what I mean, like it's <laughs> yeah. just without any justification for how that was going on. I just began to realize you know he's just not using he's just not using the Bible very carefully at all yeah. and i'm I'm not a massive like hater of Wayne Grudem. I know lots of guys have lots of concerns about it, mm-hmm. and I know he's got weaknesses in his. Systematics or whatever, but I still, you know, I keep a copy of it and I still enjoy looking at it from time to time. You know, it is, he does simplify some pretty hardcore truths. And, mm, but the, mm. the thing is, though, since I've seen him handle the Bible that way, like, I just, like, every time I pick him up, I'm just like, ah, mm. I don't know, like, it really does something to me. If right. I see someone mishandling the Bible, it just, it just throws me in. And, and honestly, I don't know if anyone's ever listened to that any of the listeners have ever heard Lane Tipton, mm. he was he was asked the question point-blank, you know, he was criticizing Michael Horton mm. and he uh, was kind of, um, I don't know, I, don't, I can't remember what he was criticizing about him. It was something to do with his covenant theology and relationship to salvation. And then one of the panelists, or one of the, the people on the podcast, mm-hmm. like said to him, the, the passage I've always had trouble with is Galatians 3. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, Good question, Mm -hmm. because that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, how on earth does your view align with Galatians 3? And he just made such a meal of it. Like, it, it, it was just clear that he had no, he had absolutely no answer for it whatsoever. Mm. And he, like I say, he ended up in, in Corinthians somewhere because he had a, <laughs> yeah, had a better idea of how to expound Corinthians on this issue than he did Galatians. And I'm just yeah. like, well, Galatians is, Galatians 3 and 4 is, is the key passage mm-hmm. on the relationship between the law and the gospel. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have a view on the law and the gospel, you have to, you have to like you have to at least pay some tribute to it You know what mm-hmm, I mean
0: totally
1: uh, In order to be taken And ever since then I'm just like Every time he comes on the show I'm just like Oh no thanks yeah. Because it feels like It feels like he just knows systematics But he doesn't know the bible And mm-hmm. I just think that is very very dangerous
0: mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. dangerous Totally Yeah I mean you know the thing He was um, Klein's star student G- I heard that I heard Chris say that mm. Yeah That was So insane. that's why we've dubbed him Anakin You know Yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, that's a good way of putting it yeah Yeah. oh man brutal
1: yeah i'm sure he's a nice guy and the funny thing is he does lectures here in the uk all the time so i could do the, i I could have done a master's you know where he regularly does the lecturing um,
0: that would be that would be too much um,
1: but and to be if i'm totally honest he was one of the reasons why i didn't do it because Um, I was just like, yeah, no thanks. So I, I realized that it's, it's probably more of a problem with me than, I think than it, with him. It's, but just I think it tells us confidence. that
0: you need a holiday. And, uh, I, think, I think I am getting a bit grouchy. It's just yeah, that I grouchy vibe. So. Yeah, totally. Like, I mean, the thing is, he is super, super sharp in terms of systematics. Um, and, you know, he does, he's very well versed in, I think the thing that saves Tipton is Vaas. Um He's very, very Vossian, you know. And, um, and you mean Foss? Uh, yeah, Foss. Yeah. Gerhardus Foss Gerhardus Foss <laughs> You can't even say it properly though No, you can't I just, <laughs> I just the, sound like I'm being sick Yeah <laughs> Did you uh, Did you yeah. see that, that thing with um, The other day uh, What is that thing called? Lucifer That in, that Netflix TV series Like like Twilight or whatever
1: I don't know what you're talking about, Mike I've never seen it before
0: You've totally watched all of them I've watched them all, yeah <laughs> Really? You so have. <laughs>
1: No I, can- I, I saw i did I, I watched i watched i think i watched the whole first season okay. and then i was just like it's um, a super
0: pop him huh?
1: it is super pop lame. yeah. if like- you want to go a little bit more like more like hardcore stuff you have to watch sabrina yeah, totally. But now that that became that became totally too much. Don't if you, if you're a Christian, don't do it to yourself because <laughs> they just like say praise Satan too many times in the in the yeah. thing to be comfortable. This is nasty.
0: Yeah, that's no, not my jam at all. But um, one of the things I think it's on the recent season, but uh, South Africa was in uproar, or not uproar, but in uh, stitches um, because the devil, the demon language of the one chick, uh, is Afrikaans legit like like when she, she it's so funny she she basically says uh you know um oh man wouldn't it help if you know she's on the, the psych couch and, and the one the one chick says well wouldn't it help if you spoke in your demon language and um and so the chick's like well you couldn't speak in my demon language anyway and she's like want to bet and then she breaks into will you meet me proud as you will <laughs> like legit Afrikaans, bro, and it's just like, oh man, like the you know, so some of the comments are so funny. Like not everyone's a Tolkien. <laughs> you know, we have to we have to find our languages yeah. from somewhere. Uh, and no, Afrikaans well, seems a good cheater. place to do that. Yeah. So I was just like, I've had a running bet that that uh, Afrikaans. South Africans was, are steadily taking over the British as the kind of Hollywood bad
1: guys, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and it's true. I mean, Afrikaans is. You know the language of Mordor. It's it does sound a lot like Mordor.
1: Yeah, I still I do. I get angry in Afrikaans. I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's not a language of love. You, yeah. you don't. You don't. You don't For try. That, you know?
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um, all right. Where were we going with that? Um, something about Tipton being of the enough. devil.
1: No, no, I I didn't say that, bro. You uh, no, no. no, no. no,
0: um, Oh, force, force, force. Yeah, force, force. Now, yeah. So basically, he's just
1: yeah. But my thing about my thing about it is just when people when I see people obviously not taking the Bible seriously Mm -hmm. when they are defending their own viewpoints, it it just I lose confidence. I do. That's it. So. Um, it's why I like the G.K. Bill stuff, because he's yeah. just so thoroughly immersed in the Bible. Like, mm. it's just... So it's great systematics. He's incorporating he's incorporating systematics all the time. He's got a bit of biblical theology. He's got a bit of exegetical theology. Mm. It's got, like, the whole the whole thing, you know, the whole yeah. thing, the whole
0: package. Beale is, like, you know, and, and these guys are, like, basically, biblico-systematic theologians. I like that. Do
1: you know, do you know when G.K. Bill reads all of his books?
0: Mm-hmm. No,
1: because he like he writes like an insane number of endorsements
0: okay. per year, and
1: everyone's like, when, "When do you get time to read these books?" Do you know mm. when he does it? When? When he's brushing his teeth. What? Yeah, I oh. asked him this live. I I went up to him at a conference, and I said, "I heard a rumor about you. I just want to know if it's true." I said, "Do you really get through whole books of the you know massive tomes, theological books, while brushing your teeth?" He says, "Yeah."
0: That doesn't even make
1: sense. Yeah, he says, you'll be amazed at how much you can do if you just read while you brush your teeth. They're like, well, how long do you brush your teeth for? Totally. Uh, yeah, it's like three minutes. Three That's... minutes or so. No. Yeah. Nah. Told me, point blank, bro. Point <sighs> blank at the Kerry Conference.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Two years ago. Well, I've so I guarantee you right now that if I had to start something like that, it would not help me at all.
1: I, well, I, I, just, I just wouldn't be able to do it, bro. It takes me an enormous amount of concentration to brush my teeth without puking.
0: <laughs> yeah and it's like bro you're about the business you're getting your t- you're getting your teeth clean you know like yeah, a missile like a, like a heat-seeking missile for that pillow bro that's that's me you know before bedtime <laughs> you know or either that or i'm like a heat seeking missile to get going in the day because i've started too late or whatever it is you know so but maybe it's just because like i have british british uh tooth
1: hygiene methods or like yeah. how long do americans brush their teeth for yeah
0: it must be a long time because they
1: do seem to all have nice teeth, Americans. Mm, like mm, they just mm. take it much more seriously than
0: everybody else. They? <laughs> clearly, clearly. All right. Well, whatever <laughs> is that? Yeah.
1: Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Oh, oh. Wait. While we're on, uh, while we're on resources, mm-hmm. I've just come come across the book. Yeah. yeah, I think haven't read it yet. Just got it fresh. It's for my holiday. It's my oh, holiday reading. Really. Yeah, but I think it's going to be awesome. Right. It's what? by Kevin J. Van Hooser.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, totally. Yes, it, I'm loving it's
1: that, too. guy. And and mm. it's called Hearers and Doers, A Pastor's Guide to Making Disciples Through Scripture and Doctrine.
0: Yeah. That guy's an, I he's insane, think, bro.
1: I think where he's going is basically the same thing that I've been yeah. hammering on about. Yeah about pastoral ministry Totally. and I think he's, he's basically going to just articulate it much better with much more theological backing but um that's so I'm looking forward to seeing seeing uh where he goes with it because yeah he's got some books I want to read on hermeneutics as well
0: oh man um so he's done a lot of stuff on literal six-day creation and genesis and that sort of thing as well um oh cool yeah, yeah I speech that out. act and yeah no very very sharp guy um but yeah, hopefully hopefully it does well with that book. That'd be great. Um yeah, all right, good. Well that's that's good. So we've I got uh, more.
1: I got more. I okay, got more, okay let's do it. Come on. Right. I got
0: uh the other one for holiday
1: mm-hmm. is David Van Drunen, Living in God's Two Kingdoms.
0: Right, that's a, a political
1: vision for Christianity and uh-huh. culture. Oh uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's a Catholic. So and also like Dan Strange made it clear that if I want to talk to him about it, I've got to read Van Drunen. Okay. So
0: yeah.
1: there you go. Um yeah. the other Book that I'm reading, which I'm halfway through now, and it's so far it's brilliant, but I am only halfway through it, so I don't know where he's gonna land the plane. But Mm -hmm. um uh, so far he's doing a survey on different uh philosophical movements and the impact it's had on truth, our understanding of truth. Mm. And the book is called Evangelicals and Truth: A Creative Proposal from a Postmodern Age. Who's that, sir? Uh, Peter Hicks, and it's, it's published by Apollos. Okay. Um, hmm. And, yeah, so so far he's just doing that kind of survey thing, and mm-hmm. it's just super well written, super interesting. Cool. So, like I said, I don't really, I don't really know where he's going to go with it mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. I, I presume he's going to land on some sort of acceptably evangelical conclusion because it's an Apollos publication.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah, those are my
1: three holiday reads, bro.
0: Very nice. That sounds great, man. Um, cool well there we go and that's and that's helpful hopefully um so what have we done in the show we have uh slammed some super scholars and um we've we've uh recommended some resources and that's we've right. questioned the practice of dental hygiene universally that's right we're just not spending enough time on our hey, teeth we, folks we're a bit toothless, but... yeah. yeah if you're toothless Why? it's cuz you're not reading enough while you're brushing your teeth and that's right gk bill is that it's Uh, it's seriously seriously gk bill gk bill on
1: inaugurated
0: eschatology yes that was a big one i'm gonna check that out get off of this go go listen to that consider it done thank you for the rebuke no worries and that's a wrap